Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Someone right now is listening and they are wanting to start a business, but they're not really sure where to start. Um, how would you recommend that they start the process of creating a successful business? So the, the, I work with a lot of folks that actually have a dream business inside them, but they, they don't, you know, it's like, I don't, I, I don't know where to go. You know, I, I, I've had a dream. I know I want to do something, but I don't even know where to go. And this area, for a lot of folks, there's kind of two different problems and they have two different solutions. So let's kind of talk about both, okay. both of them. One is I have 472 business ideas before I ate breakfast. Okay. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that is the, uh, you know, the entrepreneur that is just, you know, it's a new idea, new idea, new idea, shiny object, shiny object, shiny object, shiny object. Okay. Nope. Nope. I'm going to do this one. You know, I'm going to sell Amway. I'm going to, um, <laughs> you know, start a podcast. I'm going to become a, a coach. I'm going to do, you know, I, there's 500 things. All of them are good ideas. Right. And here, yeah, this is a lot of us. Okay. This, there are a lot of folks listening today that are sitting here nodding their head right now going, yep, that's me. Okay. So here's the thing. If that's you, there's two things that I have to say. And the one, first one's going to be a little bit of a smart aleck comment, <laughs> but I mean it. Pick one. <laughs> I almost don't care. <laughs> you know? Pick one and get started because here's the thing. We just talked about it. It's easier to balance when you're in motion. Mm. It's also easier to change directions. If you get moving, you can pivot. Okay. So if you kind of have a general direction of where you want to go, I kind of want to have a business that I can do from anywhere. I want location independence. Um, I want a business that I can schedule around time with my family. So that means I need to be in somewhat control of my own time. Uh, I want a business that makes $200,000 a year. Okay. That's going to tell you some things about the kind of business you need to design. So the idea here is sit down at first and think some about what do you really want out of the business? Be selfish, mm -hmm. be selfish. Okay. So this is not the time to write down and go, you know, I'm on a mission to create a society where everyone is whatever, you know, this, this, that's all well and good. And it may even be true. I'm not saying that's not true. I'm saying right now you want to focus on what do I want out of this? What does my family need out of this? What, what are the tangible components that I'm after here? Write those down. And that begins to provide a framework. Then within that list of 472 ideas, by the way, if you don't have a someday maybe or an idea book, get one. <laughs> An idea book is literally just a notebook where every time you have one of those great ideas, just write it down. Just write it down. Okay. Because writing it down gets it out of your head and onto paper and you can always go back and look at it later. And then you can figure out if you want to do something with it or not. You don't have to worry about it. You've captured it. But 
but in the meantime, pick one that kind of goes in the general direction that you think points at those outcomes and get started, get moving, go sell some soap, um, which is again, an internal expression that I use in coaching. But what it means is go test it, go do something, go find out whether this product works, go find out whether it resonates, do a proof of concept and then build it gradually as you go. So that's for the serial entrepreneur that has 472 ideas before breakfast. <laughs> the flip of that is there's also someone out there that's like, I kind of have a dream business in mind, but I don't even know what it should be. Okay. I have no clue. <laughs> I'm getting the other one. Okay. I don't even know where to go. I don't even know yep. where to start. Here's the interesting thing. The first step is still the same. Sit down and be selfish. Start thinking about what you want out of the business. What do you want from a money perspective? What do you want from a time perspective? What do you want from a legacy perspective? What do you want your kids to be saying about this business 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 50 years from now? What do you want to leave behind because of this business? And what do you want to get out of it for you and your family? So that step's still the same, same step that we just talked about a minute ago. But then for you, usually the problem is because you feel like you have no idea, it usually comes out of a couple of different areas. One is you don't actually believe that you're worthy of starting a business because it, it takes, so, you know, th those are other people that start businesses, not me, you know, <laughs> I'm not a business person. Okay. Am I nailing you? Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. You're spot yeah. on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, we're back to limiting beliefs. We're back yeah. to that framework of you're creating a reality that isn't true. So start small. Start with something tiny. Okay. Here's the thing. Have now we're going to do a little personal thing. Have you ever sold a product of any sort you ever in your life? life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And did someone buy it? Yes. They gave you money? Sometimes. Yeah. You're a business owner. Yeah. I'm you're you're a business owner. Well, there was You're a business owner. <laughs> it wasn't my product though. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so you, you weren't the inventor of the product you sold and you weren't the owner of that particular business. But the point is you've done sales, right? You've sold something. Yeah. Yes, I have. Okay. So basically the, the, where you're getting hung up is this belief system of it takes someone who's, you know, different than me. Whoops. It takes someone who's different than me in some way to create a business. It takes someone who's, um, you know, smarter than me, taller than me, better looking than me, whatever, right? To do it, it doesn't. Okay, a business owner is someone who has a solution to a specific problem. That's it. Okay, doesn't have to be a physical product. Yeah, doesn't have to be a physical product. Just has to be a solution to someone's problem. Right. Because really and truly, people only buy two things. They buy ways that relieve their pain, and they buy things that increase their pleasure. Yeah. At a very broad level, everything fits in one of those buckets. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, overgeneralizing here, yep. but really and truly, they do. So start with something, even if it's not your product. Mm and you're learning the exercise of sales and you're learning how to sell and start looking around for problems. Start looking around for things that people complain about. Start looking around for things that you complain about. Start looking at things that you want to solve for the world because man, if somebody just had this, 
it would be awesome. I would buy that. Okay. That's a business idea. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah. You know, if, boy, the world would be so much better if people had, that's the pleasure side, right? That's a business idea. You know, so again, th this is an old thing, but it's the truth. You know, people don't buy drills. They buy a hole in the wall <laughs> where they can put a screw so that they can hang a picture. The drill is just the way to get a hole in the wall. Okay? <laughs> Same thing's true for a business. So when you feel trapped because you don't have a business idea, again, one part of that is you feel like you're not worthy. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other half is it's not me that's, you know, I, I believe I could do it, but I feel like there's other, there's external factors holding me back. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. I don't have enough whatever, right? External factors. <laughs> Nail, again, got to call out the mistruth there too. 168 hours in the week, same amount of weeks, you know, yeah. time as Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, whatever. <laughs> Name anyone that you want to as a high and mighty entrepreneur, they have the same amount of time you do. Okay. So what do you need to do? You need to back up and leverage your time that you do have and make the most of it. And you will, you know, how does it grow? Slowly. That's okay. Okay. Apple computers did not become Apple computers in a day. Sure. Took a little while. Okay. Same thing. You know, you, you, you build it over time and that's okay. It's okay to go slow. In fact, going slow is often the best way to go fast, which is a paradox, but it's true. I, I've heard that before <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I absolutely love that. Scott, you, you've gained so much knowledge over this time that you've been an entrepreneur, but if you had one thing, that you would say to your younger self about this entrepreneurial journey, one piece of advice that you would give yourself, what would that advice be? The single biggest piece of advice that I would go back in time and give myself is believe in yourself. Um, you know, we, we've talked a lot about limiting beliefs. You are the lid on your business. You're the lid on your life. You're the thing that holds yourself at the level that you can achieve. And so for me, I would go back in time and tell myself, I would work to overcome those limiting beliefs much earlier in my life. I, I, you know, I'm getting there. I'm still not completely there, but I'm getting there towards overcoming them. But, you know, I would have done it a lot earlier. I would have told myself to surround myself with more positivity and more people in my life that spoke into my life in a positive way. Uh, I would have reached out to those resources much earlier because I'm kind of one of those people that kind of thinks I have to do it all myself and learn it all myself, which is great and terrible. Yep. Okay? <laughs> so I would have surrounded myself with more people and more advice and more friends and more family and more supporters. I would have, wouldn't have listened to the naysayers nearly as much. So it's really all around that mindset area. I would recognize the fact that the single most important thing to being successful in your business starting out or if you've been doing this for 10 years is you you are the biggest key to your business succeeding or failing so develop you spend that time in your mindset your belief your attitudes your intentions and everything else awesome um we thank you so much for everything you have given us i mean i'm just i sat here and took so many notes um 
to finish up, to kind of wrap up, what are some of your favorite family or business resources? Yeah, that list of books and, <laughs> and different things. What, what are some of your favorites? So I'll give you a couple of the, the, the favorite ones. I mean, obviously for, for business resources, let me kind of first start broad. I, I'm really big on coaching. I'm really big on masterminds. I'm really big on plugging in with people. So that's a huge resource. There are million and one masterminds out there, depending on what you want to do. Finding a good one sometimes can be tough, but it's worth finding. Um, you know, those sorts of things, finding coaches, plugging in with a good business coach. That's a great tool. Some of the books that I encourage people to read, one is called The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. It talks about separating working in your business from working on your business. The value of working on your business is really more important for the long-term growth of your business than the time you put working in your business. Another one kind of diving into some of that mindset and belief stuff that we've been talking about is Seven Habits of Highly Successful People by Stephen Covey. It's a classic. It's been around for a long time. It's still a great book. Another one is Atomic Habits by James Clear or, and or, I've read both, but you don't have to read both. Atomic Habits is kind of put more into the frame. It's a little easier to understand and a little easier to apply. The other book that's kind of in that same frame and genre is called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. It's kind of more of the research. He, he's more of a researcher. And so it's kind of more of the research book. And then Atomic Habits by James Clear, what he kind of did is took that research along with some other research and said, hey, let's put it into practical terms. You know, let's talk about what you can actually do with it. And so those are great books, especially in those areas of time management and things like that. Um, you know, of course, there's also great online courses and other things, depending on what areas you want to focus in. But that's just a few off the top of my head that I, I think everybody should read. Awesome. We'll definitely look into those. What are some of your favorite uh resources when it comes to family so for family stuff you know one of them is actually just the bible um you know spending time in the word is something that's important to me it's important to my family uh the another family resource is this is going to sound cliche but it's spending time uh spending time listening spending time doing so my wife and I take walks together. That's how some, that's the way we spend quality time together. Uh, my son and I spend time, you know, we actually bond over video games and talk about video games. And, you know, so I subscribe to YouTube channels that he subscribes to that quite frankly, I probably wouldn't subscribe to except for the fact that it gives us things to talk about. And so spending that time with family is important. Um, from a book perspective, well, it sounds like you're talking about love languages when you're yeah, love languages is a great one. Um, the other one that I've done and, and thank you for that. Yeah. Love languages is a good one. Another good one is actually love and respect by uh, Egridge. Um, my wife and I have done that course. Uh, another one that my wife and I have done that's kind of a little bit more uh, fun is called laugh your way to a better marriage uh, by Mark Gunger. Um, it's actually a comedy marriage seminar. Um, he actually makes you laugh while he's doing it. Uh, if you want to check out a piece of it, he has a clip of it on YouTube called The Tale of Two Brains, which is about how the difference between how men's brains and women's brains are wired. Guess what, folks? We're not the same. 
Um, and I know, shocking, big surprise, but we're not. And he talks about some of that. And so some of those ways that you can identify. I also love DISC, uh, which is a, a personality and communication profile. That's when, I, when we said earlier that I'm a human behavioral consultant, that's actually what we use as our framework is DISC. Um, I love using DISC with families with, you know, my wife and I have taken it, my son's taken it, and it just helps us know better how to speak to each other in a way that each other understands. So like love languages, like love and respect, it's, it's still around that same area of, of first understand yourself, then understand someone else, and then you can communicate better. Man, that is, that is so awesome. Some great resources there. Um, yeah, you mentioned love and respect. Um, there's also a family version. I don't know if you it talks about with the kids and stuff. No, I don't think I've seen the family version. Oh, I know there's a book to add to your list. <laughs> now, now, now I'm having to have to add that to my list. So. <laughs> um, but we thank you so much for joining with us. Um, what is there any other ways for you, for um, us to reach you or other people to Sure. If folks want to reach out, um, the, one of the best ways to do it is just pop on uh, my website. Um, I actually set up a page just for listeners of, of the show. You can go to inspiredstewardship.com slash family. I've got a free resource guide. So for instance, that time budget that we were talking about, if you click on there, you can, you can get access to that. Uh, it's going to ask you, do you want first to get stuff about mastering your time, your talent, or your treasures? If you want that worksheet, pick time. Uh, if you want something different, you can pick treasures or you can pick um, talent and you'll get kind of slightly different frameworks. In fact, the talent one goes into disc and some other things like that. From there uh, as well, if you'd like to set up a 30 minute call, there's a link to that. There's also a link to my course. Uh, so we've talked a lot about productivity, work-life balance and those sorts of things. I actually have a course on time uh, and how to get more productive with your time. It unpacks a lot of what we talked about today in a lot bigger depth and gives you some tools and resources around that. It's called Productivity for Your Passion. There's a link on there as well if you want to learn more about that course. So all of that's over at inspiredstewardship.com slash family. Wow, I absolutely love it. Some great resources that everyone should definitely go check out. I know I will be checking those out. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested in looking into that course. <laughs> Awesome. Man, it's we'd love to have you. Thank you so much for joining us, dropping some great knowledge uh, and some great uh, value bombs on us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. It was great to be here. I'm so glad. And if anyone wants to, to reach out, I'd love to be, love to chat, talk more about how you can use these tools yourself. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.